Now, in our labor and law issues tonight, we are discussing labor legislation when it comes to employees taking a leave of absence. To help us unpack this topic, I'm joined on the line by a local attorney, that is Petunia Sahane. Petunia, good evening and welcome to Rise FM. Good evening, Beauty. Thank you so much for the invitation and good evening to your evening. Firstly, can you just start off by explaining to our listeners the yeah, various... Petunia, sorry about that. I was saying that, can you just start off by explaining to our listeners the various types of leave? Oh, sure. The traditional um, leave, that uh, there's annual leave, mm-hmm. there's sick leave, there's maternity leave, there's family responsibility leave. But legislation was amended beginning of this year with effect of January 2020. And we've moved forward to accommodate all types of parents, same-sex couples, surrogacy in the form of parental leave, adoption leave, and what is now called commissionary parental leave. Okay. So those are the different types that exist. Okay. Let's now look at annual leave. Let's say, for example, I only employ part-time workers. Are they entitled to annual leave? Yes. Okay. And then... Do, 100%. Okay. And do I have to pay my employees in full? The, okay. You wanted to elaborate yes. further? In terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, Okay. It's, um, leave is regulated by the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, whether you are permanent or mm-hmm. you are part-time. Okay. And there's a formula that is applied to that. The way it's calculated for a normal employee is one hour for every 17 hours worked or one day to every 17 days worked or a minimum of 21 days annual leave. Mm. With a part-time worker, the same formula applies. So, for example, if a person works five hours a day, five days a week, then that person will be entitled to one day of 17 days, but only for five hours of that day. Mm. So the same calculation applies. Okay. And then how many days annual leave does an employee get? Minimum of 21 days for every leave cycle, and the leave cycle is calculated as 12 months. Mm. And alternatively, it could be on, um, you know, days worked in terms of that calculation that I mentioned, one hour for every 17 hours worked or one day for every 17 days worked. Okay. And then what happens if the employee still has leave days left over the end of the year? I mean, do those days roll over to the following year or we are forfeit? No, in terms of the law, the employee is entitled to apply for those days within six months of expiry of the leave cycle. So we said the leave cycle is 12 months. So within the six months following that, an employee is entitled to apply. That It does not mean they must take their leave. Mm. But if they do apply, then the employer is obliged to uh, give them that leave. Okay. Let's now look at sick leave. How much sick leave is an employee entitled to? Mm-hmm. Okay, again, that's also regulated by Section 23 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. And um, if you've um, worked for, wait, it's, it's about 36 days for every 36 months. If your work day is six days per week, mm-hmm. or it's 30 days for every 36 months if you work a five-day week. Okay. So one day for 26 days in the first six months um, is what you're entitled to initially, and then it follows that um, that calculation. Okay. And then if a staff member calls in sick? I do want to mention that, yes. Okay, you can go ahead. During annual leave, that is. Okay. And then if a staff member calls in sick, I mean, do they have to produce a doctor's note? They have to produce for a doctor's note if they've been absent for only one to two days. Okay. In terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, you're only required to produce a medical certificate if you've been absent for two consecutive days or more. Mm. 
or twice in a in an eight week period. Okay. And the medical certificate does include a traditional healer mm. if that traditional healer is registered practitioner. Okay. Let's now look at maternity leave. I mean, how much maternity leave is an employee entitled to? Mm-hmm. At this point, it's four months mm-hmm. and it's unpaid leave. Unpaid. That is for the mother, right? So we're okay. talking maternity leave because mm-hmm. remember now there's paternity leave mm-hmm. and, and commissionary parental leave that are also in, in, in place. So in terms of a father, they will be entitled to parental leave, mm. um, which is 10 days. And that is irrespective of the gender. So if okay. it's a same-sex couple, the partner will also be entitled to 10 days uh, parental leave. Okay. And then what happens in a case where the employee wants to come back to work soon after the birth of the child? That is allowed provided that the employee has a doctor's note, which mm. says that it's safe for the employee to come back to work. Then it's, it's not an issue. Okay. And if somebody has had like a miscarriage, I mean, does this count as sick leave or maternity leave? No, it's definitely sick leave. It's sick leave. Okay. And then if I cannot afford to pay maternity leave, what is my employee supposed to do? Okay. Maternity leave is um, by nature unpaid leave. So what um, your employees are supposed to do is go to the labor department and claim the UIF. Okay. So that four months that or the 10 days that the employee gets, okay. uh, the maternity leave, the, the four months, they must go and claim UIF from labor. Okay. Let's now look at the last type of uh, leave, which is family responsibility leave. Am I obligated to pay an employee who takes leave to go to a funeral? Yes, you are obligated, provided that they have not used up their family responsibility leave. Mm-hmm. In terms of Section 27 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, a person or an employee is entitled to three days per leave cycle. If they have worked four months for the same employer or at least four days a week, okay. and that is for your entitled for family responsibility leave for birth of or death of a child, including mm-hmm. an adopted child, mm-hmm. or death of immediate family member, a spouse or a life partner. Okay. And, and then, they will have to be required to produce um, proof. Okay. And then just in closing, can I ask my employee to prove why he needs to go and leave? 100%. Okay. Leave is an arrangement between um, an employer and an employee. Mm. It has to be agreed between the two. As much as it is legislated, it still needs to be uh, by agreed to by the employer. Mm. And in terms of the act as well, the basic conditions of employment act, if the person has been away from work for two days or more or two days, um, two times within an eight week period, mm. then you are perfectly entitled to ask for a medical certificate or death certificate. In a, fam- a family responsibility leave situation, then the employee must produce a medical certificate or a death certificate as well. Petrina, thank you so much for making time to speak to us. Thank you very much for um, inviting me. It was a pleasure to assist you and your listeners on this topic.
Now, every second Wednesday on the show, we are joined by an official from the Mpumalanga Department of Health. And tonight we are joined by a Provincial Communicable Disease Control Manager, Maria Mashalela. Mam Mashalela, good evening and welcome to Rise FM. Good evening. How are you? Ni right, Sima Wenujan. Okay. And then, Mam Mashalela, since the country has moved to level two of the lockdown as announced by the president, can you kindly share the current stats for COVID-19 infections in Pumalang? Okay. In Pumalanga, in the in the last 24 hours, the province has reported 
I can hear echo on our okay. side. Now it's, it's, it's so me. much better. Ibambe Konelap. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then what Thank is the, you. what is the difference between quarantine and isolation? Uh, quarantine and isolation is not the same. There is a difference. Quarantine separates people who may have been exposed to the infection and then isolation separates those who are already sick from the healthy ones. As a priority, it is always better to practice self-quarantine procedures in these times of pandemic. As people are not saying about whether they are suffering from flu or cold or COVID-19. Mm. That's why we must put precautionary measures in place so that we prevent the spread of infection. Mm. And then, what what are the do's and don'ts um, during self or home quarantine isolation? Uh, the do's and don'ts uh, during self or home quarantine and isolation they are almost the same. Quarantine and isolation both. Those, the things that you must do on quarantine are the same as those of, of those who are on isolation. Mm. Um, the advice that I must, uh, I must give is that if you are on quarantine or isolation, you must prevent contact with your family members and relatives. It is better to stay in a separate room and use a separate bathroom if, if available. And if not, you must try by all means to after using the bathroom. We must also prevent visitors from outside unless, they, unless they, they are very urgent or necessary. Mm. And you must also seek medical attention if ever you experience you maybe you progress from mild to moderate signs and symptoms while you are on quarantine or isolation. You must seek medical attention uh, early and be prepared to take the situation wisely to seek proper medical help from authorized nursing homes and hospitals mm. instead of involving your family members or friends because that may put them at risk of contracting the disease as well. Mm. And the face mask must be always uh, 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 used when around people inside or outside the house. Mm. It is safe to use the mask to prevent spreading the infection to your family members. And we must also try by all means to use not to share the household items Mm. and personal items in case they are used more than one person should be wise in hot water and Thoroughly before mm-hmm. used by someone else, and you must also practice uh, cleanliness and hygiene are the best prevention mm-hmm. possible in times of quarantine. Mm-hmm. You must prevent any stain of body fluids of the mud on solid surfaces mm-hmm. and disinfect all the surfaces uh, 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 around your your area. Okay, and then what as is- well as you must monitor your signs and symptoms every day. Mm. So that if you develop any signs and symptoms during that period of isolation or quarantine, mm. a, a healthcare provider should be consulted without any delay 
to prevent complications that happen that might progress. Because you may progress to the second stage if I were mild, you may progress to moderate or even severe. Okay, and then what advice would you give to um, the community on stigma attached to people who tested or recovered from COVID-19? Um, uh, stigma is associated with a lack of knowledge about how COVID-19 spreads, a need to blame someone, mm. fears about disease and death, and gossip, what helps rumors and need around the community. Mm. What we can do to talk about COVID-19 and those who have been infected, we must talk about those things mm. as to prevent stigma. We must speak accurately about the risk from COVID-19 based on the scientific data and latest official health advice. We must also talk positively mm. and emphasize the effectiveness of prevention and treatment measures not to instill fear to those people around that community and, and to those who are infected or, or, or recovered from the disease. Mama Shalila, as long as Katsako.